Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to an episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I'm super excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new Marriage Monday for you. Hope your week is starting off fantastic, and thank you for tuning in. It's an honor and a pleasure to come to you each and every week here on the show, and I am excited to see where this episode takes us. You never know when Savannah comes on the show, and Savannah is with us today, so how are you doing? I'm good. You excited to be here? Yes. Yes? Always. Always. That's right. That's a better answer, so... <laughs> Uh, you never know where the show is going to go when Savannah's on. Savannah joins us. What is that supposed to mean? Well, you don't ever know. It can be serious. We could start arguing. We could have a really touchy, feely moment. Um, oh, you just never know. So, you just never know. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? What, what's on your mind? We got any life updates? Should we do like a just like a five minute segment of the show every Monday, just like a life update segment? That is seems a little intense for just a week. A lot no. happens in a week. Are you kidding me? Some some weeks, not most weeks. Let's see what happened this week. Um, a lot happened. We can't talk about everything that happened, but a lot happened. Um, some not good. Did it? Yeah, I guess. Monday. I what did we do? Monday. I worked. Yeah, you worked two days this week. I refed a couple days this week. Um, yeah. So if you're ever curious about my refing experience, I, I ref on the side and basketball. I, yeah, ref basketball, ref high school basketball here in Alabama. And we had a game third Wednesday or Thursday night. It was Thursday night, I believe. Um, kid, it was. We went into double overtime. It was ridiculous. I've there. People say like I can never ref because I couldn't have the parents yelling at me. Could have the coaches down my throat. Like Thursday, it was that exact moment. We had uh, a foul at the end. Uh, what people thought was a foul was there was no contact there. The kid blocked the shot, and the offensive player landed wrong and rolled his ankle. And was was hurt decently, but he he just had a good role. It wasn't he didn't break his ankle or anything. He came back and played in overtime, but this was late in the fourth quarter and went up. I didn't blow the foul. There was like I said, no contact, but he just landed wrong, got hurt, and so the I mean that was the start of it. The parents erupted. The whole crowd that gym went wild, and then for the next two overtimes it was the same. It was just scrappy ball. It was back and forth. Um, that was exciting this week. Yeah. But, yeah, you just learn to develop tough skin. Uh, I guess that part of that comes with like owning a business and like dealing with customers. When you have 100, 200 customers talking to you, and um, most of the time you're doing really quality work and they don't complain, but there's times when they do complain. And so we just learn to make sure the customer's always right and make sure they give them the best customer service that we can offer. And so that kind of translates into refing just because like I can handle them yelling at me it doesn't really bother me much um i'll talk to them if they want to talk and have a conversation but other than that just kind of tune them out and and move on yeah i can do it yeah it, i've changed a lot because uh, i coached for four years and so like i was on that side from the coach like screaming at the ref like you that was a terrible call you missed that that was so bad blah blah blah, blah. and now i'm just like see things totally different <laughs> so uh it's tough refing though because i try to put myself in the coaching shoes when they're like doing something they should be doing the kids do something like or i know a play that like can get them out of this and it's just it's tough not be able to say anything or give me any advice but it's fun it's uh i enjoy doing it everybody's got a quote-unquote side hustle if you want to call it i i literally 
I get paid for doing that, yeah, but I just enjoy it. Uh, I coach, like I said, coached for four years. Could not uh, allot the time to that that I committed once we had Jack, and so I still wanted to stay around the game of basketball, and refing was the best opportunity and make a little money, uh, money yeah, with it. the coach so. was a volunteer position. Too, yeah, so. yeah, coach was volunteer, was and that was from – we started practice in, what, end of September? Yeah. Uh, all the way through – we practiced – Almost every night in October of the week, and then it was four. It was a good. It was three to four nights a week, at least three. Yeah, usually minimum four. of three nights a week. Most time four games, two plus hours away. Sometimes. Yeah, we have one. We have one team that was four hours away. So I mean, I committed it was a lot, <laughs> hundreds of hours of time, um, and it was totally volunteer. So I, it was very rewarding, though. Got to make a lot of good relationships with a lot of guys. Um, the guy that Kellen, the guy that works with us now. I coached him. He played for us coming up. So, played with his brother. His older brother was on my team, and we were uh, pretty good, if I do say so myself. Oh, my gosh. We're not getting into this. You just make this a basketball podcast. Memory lane. Yeah. Memory lane is fun, man. Memory lane is fun. We have Not for anybody who wasn't on it. I mean, y'all were decent. What? I wouldn't say I mean, like, for people listening. Like, they don't care about this. There's sports people out there that like hearing good sports stories. Yeah, but, like, high school basketball. I mean, we were competitive. We played our our championship year. It was year, great. It was fun. That chapter is over for us. Our championship year, team was good. We lost to him twice. Beat him in the championship in a, a in a college uh, arena. It was fun. It was very fun. That arena is a strong term. It is an arena that, for the gym that we played in. That it's being very generous. That's an arena. What are you talking about? Are you talking about Sanford? Sanford? Yeah, arena. I mean, it's it's a, okay. No, gymnasium. Babe, what do you it was call a gym. It? Yeah. Whatever. It yeah. Was, at one point, it was called their arena. It was their. It was their <laughs> older. It wasn't their brand new gym, but it was their no. arena at some point. Their new so. one. You might yeah, be considered one, yeah. that, but yeah. not what we played in. Anyways, long story short, we were good. Savannah's team was mediocre. That's not how I remember it. Oh, how do you remember it? That's not how other people tell me they remember it. <laughs> All right, we'll share with the audience how you play basketball. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, come on. Let's go. What do you want me to say? It was fun. We had a great time. Mm, you're uh, scrappy. That's, that's what everybody, what everybody tells me. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Savannah would bulldoze you. She's competitive. I don't know. She's aggressive. I don't know. Savannah would bulldoze you. I was so like... Just like and her little dad story coached, back so me. My dad better. coached oh, backstory. me growing oh, up. A it... small one is that used to, this will make sense why I'm saying like the scrappy thing. I was so like timid. I used to get ice cream if I got one foul, like <laughs> growing up when I was younger. And it got to the point as, I, as an adult, as a teenager, like in high school, I would get ice cream if I didn't foul out of the game. So there was, you know, it was like a little reckless, but, you know, I was able to tame it and play and not always foul out. Yeah. Um, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. I made great friends, friends I still talk to. Um, we we did win the championship. I was MVP of the tournament. Oh, it, my goodness. Here we go. captain. It was, <laughs> okay. It, it was All very right. let's, fun. Let's wrap this up. Oh, so, so I can't talk about it, but you can? Well, I thought you didn't want to. You didn't want to go to memory lane. Well, you made me. So now now we're going to have to go back and look at pictures. and <laughs> We're going to go back and watch all this video? No, you're gonna, no we're going to get off this, and Jeremiah's going to pull up film. Swear. Well, yeah, our film was actually on digital. Y'all was on DVD. Yeah, well... I'm older. Male and female sports, I guess. Y'all yeah. didn't generate enough money to get. I don't want to talk about that. 
I don't want to talk about that. Well, about what? Generating the money. Why? Because you had all your crap given to you. Given to me? What are you talking about? The locker room. Oh, all yeah. Of that. Yeah, our coach Can did. we please get off this? Nobody cares about this did. at all. He gave to us a lot. He gave He gave a yes, lot to us. Yes, it was so. wonderful. All right, Including let's get into the show. Then. All right, well, we're done living in the past. I guess we can catch up and go off of what's happening real time currently in our lives and in the business. So this week was a big week. Um, we had a meeting with... Uh, the people that we are looking to purchase some land from. And so let me catch you up to speed. We talked probably, what was that, probably two months ago on this show, two or three months ago. Maybe. When we first first started talking about it. Yeah. But mentioned it that we were in the process of looking, trying to decide what we wanted to do. Uh, I had the opportunity to rent a lot near us for 800 bucks a month, I think is what the guy wanted. And it was just an empty gravel lot. There was nothing there. Uh, there oh, it was fenced in. I will say that. It was fenced in. But other than that, it was nothing. It was convenient to where we were. Um, it was right off a, a main um, road, I guess you could say, yeah. a main hay- highway for, for where we work out of. But other than that, that was the only benefit to it. It was gated, good location. But other than that, it was 800 bucks a month for a, a gravel lot. And so... We were torn. Um, we started. We talked about that, and we were like, "I just want to start looking." Like, we started looking for a different house, maybe further out, paying a little bit more for a home um, with some land that we could run the, the business out of um, and not invest. That. Like, like we knew we would have to pay a little more for the house to get that, but we would not be paying rent to for eight hundred bucks a month to an empty gravel lot, and so. We toyed around with all those options, um, had a lot of discussions, and and thought and prayed about it, and we landed on this lot that really is kind of a God thing, literally. I mean, there's no other way yeah, to explain there's it. there's no other way to put it. Where we currently live, um, we live in a really good location. I want We have no interest in moving from where we are. It's it's a great central spot to run our business from. We're 10 minutes from everything where we, where we really operate, and we didn't want to move from here. But we needed to find somewhere to call home base. And so we cannot continue to run the business out of the garage the way we have. Um, yeah. we, we're blessed. We have a we have a full basement. We have a little bit of space here. Um, we have some land behind the house and a, a driveway and things that we can park things and pull them down the hill and things. But it's just too crowded. Uh, when we have start having guys come to the house, if we try to scale this coming year a little bit larger, to we cannot have employees coming around and trying to do all that at our home. Uh, It just doesn't look good. It's hard to build a company. It's hard to build culture that way when there's no common space for them to meet. They just walk from their truck to the box truck and get in the truck and leave every day. There's no common meeting area. I don't really want random people coming in our house. And so... No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But but that's something we've dealt with and and kind of worked through. And And it's been fine. It's worked. But it's time to change. And so we found this piece of land... That is right up the road from us, like what half a mile. It's it's on our street. It's, it's just on a our different street. number yeah. address. Like it's just you. Our house is the beginning of the street. You just keep driving, and you get to the end of the street, and it turns into all woods. Uh, it, it's a road that actually connects down to another uh, major road, but it's kind of it's washed out. There's trees down over the other end, but luckily, the tree comes down right at the other side of where this property is, and so currently, no one can come up the other side of the road because it's a large tree down. Um, and like I said, the road's washed out on the other end. Long story short, it's not a traveled road. Um, it is pretty much a dead end street. And so 
we saw this land come up. It, it's been there for a while, but I was I never really looked into it. And then we start talking. I was like, we should look into this. So I rode up there, walked it a couple times, reached out to the lady uh, who owned it or the listing agent who had it, and then turns out it's well, a. Well, I think we had missed it because they didn't they like republish it or repost it once they had it rezoned. Yeah, like, yeah, they had it. Zone, they had, I think they had it listed last year sometime. Okay. Um, but then it just never came up on our radar. Yeah, and, and so we just started looking for land things, and obviously with it being this close to the house, came up pretty quick on the MLS, and wanted to check it out. Got in touch with the listing agent who referred me to the person who actually owns the land, who turns out to be a um, real estate agent in our city, a, a very prominent one at that. Uh, she's been here. I didn't realize this. She's been like. A bunch of the neighborhoods. She's built Old Mill. Like she was the oh, really? she was the list the agent for all for those builders. Mm. She's a very prominent agent. that has been here for a long time, and you know her name in our community. So I reached out to her and wanted to just get the laydown on it. And turns out it's it's ten acres of land, which is what we we knew. And I don't know if we talked about that before or not, but it's ten acres of land. It's all wooded. It's rolling hills on the back. Um, there is. It's not all usable there's probably three or four acres that are the back side of it that kind of go down into a ravine so it's not all totally usable buildable land but um, there's enough land there to definitely build a shop and um, potentially build a home on down the road so we just decided to, to talk to her get in get in contact and go from there and it's been a process um, the last couple months just she had some sickness in her family and uh, it's just been a holidays come up it just gets wild and so we finally had the chance to meet we actually had to hang her Christmas lights for her. She wanted that. We got to meet in person this past week and talk about the land a little further. Um, we've put a contract in place for the most part. Uh, we've got a few things to work in there. But I think all things considered, we're, we're in a good spot, and we are looking to purchase this land in January of 24. So it's a big that's a big move for us. I'm excited for it. Uh, we've talked a lot about it, and it's not, it's not something that we thought about lightly either. Um, we've weighed a lot of options on this. It, what Savannah mentioned a minute ago, they recently had this rezoned into Trustville, the city that we um, operate out of mainly. Yeah. Like you said, we not thinking lightly about it. It's, it's easy for us to go back and forth on it because it's our life and it's our, um, like it just all those things. It's ultimately all going to come back on us. But then when we are listing out all of our reasons, you know, to do it, um, every, every single person that we have like taken advice from, or that we look up to that we've asked about this, they're like, it's a no brainer. Like when are you signing the papers? Because it's just every, everything that doesn't make sense, like that wouldn't make sense has fallen into place so far. And there, there has literally not been a single reason to not do it. Yeah. There's been no closed door, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and it's like you're saying, Things have fallen in place that we didn't even like. Things that we would have had to figure out after signing the papers yeah. have already been figured out. Yeah. Things that, like the zoning. The zoning the z- was a big one. The zoning, like. It gets us into, it gets us into city. Um, I was going to say zoning as far as like city limits and for yeah. commercial, personal yeah. use. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. I didn't even think to talk about that. But Yeah. Because that's probably a lot of people's questions. Like if you, is it is it on commercial? Because it's at the end of a neighborhood street. Right. Um, and so. The people we're looking to buy from, they bought it back 20 years ago, I think it was. Um, they were looking at developing and putting some condos on there. So it's currently zoned agriculture, um, which turns out to work out in our benefit because it is set up that it you are allowed to run a nursery out of that. Um, so we can put our, <clears throat> we can set up our landscape company 
and it'll fall under that um it'll fall under that category as a nursery so we don't do any rezoning as far as commercial goes um we've gotten that in writing and, and so everything should be good there well i'm waiting to get that back in writing i will, I will correct myself we have it verbally confirmed. we have we have it verbally <laughs> confirmed by two different people um and so he just has yet to get back to me on the writing part but he said he'll get it to me and we'll be good to go so that's a huge step because that is the process that we were kind of worried about like having to wait on purchase of land until we did that because there's no one going to purchase this land and then there'd be a chance that we get shut down because it's not commercial and so i don't think we're gonna have any issues like i said dead end street 10 acres of woods no one is even gonna know we're there we just zoned into this city but this city the people that live in the city doesn't know this land exists uh, it's it's in it's in the neighboring city. So Trustful is what it's zoned into. We live in Clay. Clay. No one knows that. No one that lives in Trustful knows this piece of land in Clay exists. Like it just it's just not a thing because yeah, it's, it's like so. Little it's on the gym. very outskirts of Trustful, and so um, we have been blessed to get in there now. The zoning is in there um, for. It, it's also a huge thing is we get. Uh, I know people are going to be like, well, that doesn't really matter, but it does. Uh, down the road, you get city fire. Um, city police, and so, and they're building a brand city new schools. city schools. If we decide to go that route um, for education, then it is one of those things. It, it, we have a really strong education system in, in Trustville, and mm-hmm. so it's just everything's checked the boxes so far. Um, they're building a brand new fire station, like four minutes down the road from from this piece of land. Whereas before, we were in the county fire, which is yeah seven to ten. 10 minutes away. I mean, we're um, still in that <laughs> right huh? now. Yeah, we're still in that right now. What? Yeah, you, you said before. Like, we're not currently still. No, the zoning. Yeah. Yeah. The zone. No, it's zoned in Trustful now. It's Trustful Fire now. Our house? Oh, no, not our house. That's what no, I'm, I'm talking, talking about. The land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, our but land. Currently, we're still here. We're going to be No, here. I'm talking about for like the shop property. Like yeah. having a shop on it. Like having stuff there. We're, we're four minutes away from a fire station, which is huge. Like something yes. happened. It's just weird to think about referring to them so separately because when I tell y'all it's like 30 seconds from our yeah, house. Yeah, like you can walk to the end of the street. You know? Yeah. but anyways. Like it'll be, we'll ride four wheels back and forth. And another thing like, it, we just say all cards fall into place. It's, uh, this is a, this is a perfect potential to, for us to put a shop up there. We're going to work out of it as an empty lot probably this coming year and then hopefully build a shop there in 25 or 26, but hopefully 25 and we're going to be able to watch that happen. Like we're literally 30 seconds on the street and then long-term five, 10 years down the road, put a house on there. Uh, there's a piece we would, we would split the land um, into a spot with the landscape company. And then we personally would buy that from the landscape company and put a private residence on it. And so we would be able to live up there and then we could keep our house as a rental property and we would drive by it every day. We would be able to keep up with renters, whoever's in here. Like there's a lot of options that come with this. Um, that's not something that we're totally like signing the papers on doing, but it just creates a really good opportunity. So what, what do you have to say about it? Nothing. Do you not agree with that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot in there that's TBD. Yeah, of course. This is all just like down the road things. This could all change tomorrow, but, um, it's what's happening and it's what's real life. And so it's a huge, uh, moment for us. It's been a long time coming, trying to find somewhere to operate not in our driveway or basement yes so we still have to sign the papers we still gotta like i said we gotta close hopefully in january um but i at least wanted to share because it it, it's extremely important to celebrate your wins um because it's something that i don't feel like it's talked about enough is 
celebrating the positive. So this year hasn't been a huge year of wins in our landscape company, uh, but there has been one of just like growth. We've reinvested a ton this year. We've seen a lot of progress. We've definitely had our ups and our downs, but um, this is a really solid way to end the year in 2023, and we're super excited. I mean, nothing is written in stone. Like I said, we still have to close in January, but I'm excited to see where we get to go moving forward, what kind of doors this opens, and it's just an awesome time, and this is a huge win for us. This is something we've looked for for literally three years since we've been married. I mean, is that – what do you what do you have to say about it? I mean, are you excited? Yeah, I know. I agree. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things that we've been working towards. Been working towards it day and night, uh, literally day and night, and so I am. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to to be able to do it, and I, and I know that all you guys out there are as well. And the ones that have gotten to the point where you've built a shop and you've got the land, like that is awesome. We look up to you, um, and so hopefully in the next couple of years, like I said, we'll be able be able to get around and visit some people's shops, get some more advice from you that have those, and uh, that way we can. We can get some good input for ours down the road, but uh, celebrate your wins when you do win and celebrate them. I don't know. I feel like that's hard because you don't want to get caught up in the moment too much and like you don't go crazy, but you do need to take time and like say thank you and celebrate. I mean like that. Yeah. We talk about being consent, but being content, but never satisfied. Like if you're not celebrating your wins, how are you going to call yourself content? Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. Like, you can't always just be like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And so, this is a huge, huge one for us. And so, I'm excited to to be able to get to this point and move forward with the process. But if we have, if we could help you in any way when it comes through like talking about these decisions, obviously reach out. I would do help, help however I can. But a lot of you guys have helped us through this decision, just like talking back and forth. Um, we have we've kind of kept it on the down low, but it's something that has been just close to our hearts like we've been trying to decide the best way to go about it and so i wanted to share before we ended the year um to at least get your minds rolling for 2024 and i think something that you could also take away from today's show and implement into the next couple weeks is and this is something that i want us to do and we haven't had this discussion yet but i want us to go over our um goals and and plans for 24 and like any habits you're wanting to create and I want to start those this week Um, this is the week of the week before Christmas is when this is live so two weeks before the end of the year and I think I want to put a spin on this like you want to set a goal for 2024 like you want to work out every day or drink water every day whatever your goal is start that early like go in why why start January 1st behind like go into January 1 already with the habit created yeah. And I feel like you're going to have a lot more, you have a lot better chance of come January the 14th to two weeks in or January the 20th than like those two to three weeks where it takes to create a habit. Like uh-huh. if you're that far in, you're, you're, I feel like you're much more likely to just continue. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to be like the rest of the mold that stops going to the gym three weeks into the new year. Mm-hmm. If you start early and carry that momentum in. Cause like when January 1st comes and that's your goal is like, you're already two weeks in. Why would you quit now? Yeah. I think it's just, People are, I don't know. I, yeah, I see that, but also people are still trying to figure out their their goals, what they want to do. And the reason, you know, January 1st, I feel like, you know, New Year, whatever. But also, like, it's kind of hard for people right now. Like, this time of year and the holidays and... and it's hard for health <laughs> goals. That's it. I mean, I, I mean... It just depends. Time, time is you just don't create the time. Well, We've gone through that. We've talked about that. Th- that's, I don't know. 
this is that's a very dependent thing because you're talking about work and stuff like yeah but i'm saying hours are weird right now because of the holidays correct like correct but so but if you're wanting you're referring to then if you what are you referring to i'm referring to to health to, to like carving out time like I'm just saying the holidays are a crazy time for a lot of people. Yeah, so they, starting they a goal right now might end up leaving people discouraged if they're not able to in a week on Christmas Day, and that you know what I mean. Like, oh uh, yeah, I guess I see that point of view. You're saying you're saying the holiday might people throw you like off. January first because it's a clean slate. You're you're this part of the year's over. Ain't nothing going on in January. That's I think that's. Yeah. No, I mean it. I guess they can see that. I just. My thought is like develop the habit now. And, yeah, I mean there are certain things you can go ahead and be doing for sure. But yeah, like if you want to, if you want to change your diet, enjoy the next two weeks. Eat Christmas food, have snacks, whatever. Start that on January first if you want to. But my thing is like more of the mental, the mental goals, the the reading a book every day, or the yeah. waking up and praying every morning, or whatever, like stuff like that. Like just carving out time, uh, the same time that's in a twenty four hour day. That will be in the twenty-four hour day on January first, regardless of work or not. Those are the things that I'm sitting here thinking: like, how can you start those early to go in with a with like, a one one step ahead? Right, already kind of have a little momentum. Yeah, I mean, so and, and the whole the whole go to the gym and work schedules are weird. Like that is a that is a decision to make the time for it. It is what it is, and we can say that because we went through so many of hard and did that. Um, yeah. before that, I would have no right to say that, <laughs> but like, I know, like, I know everyone that's going to say we have no time in the day. Like, trust me, I, I agree with you that. Have, like, yeah, I, I mean, but, a, but at the end of the day, you what you make time for. Exactly. Like we had no time when I was working sun up to sundown on landscape installs and then recording a podcast and doing Instagram or whatever, like refing or, or trying to spend time with you guys. Like when we were doing all that back in the summer, we didn't quote unquote have time to go to the gym, but we made it a priority and we went at midnight if we had to. Yeah. You you do what you make like you make time for the things you feel like are necessities. Yep. And so you can do that. Like that I understand your schedule's busy and you might have family in town, but you can make time if the priority is big enough to you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you got to think about moving forward going for, into the new for year. whatever it is, like fitness or not fitness. Correct. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Literally anything in your life. It, it comes down to how much does it matter to you? How much does it matter? And it, it's just like it's just like this land, for instance. Like we had a lot of discussions about this. Like, was this the right time? Was this the right move? Uh, it, it is definitely. It's a financial investment for sure. In the middle of winter. Um, yeah. It wasn't an easy decision, but it's a priority to us. Like this is something that we said we have to figure out a made a way to make this happen. Yeah, because there's no going back if this it, gets missed. Yeah, it's too big. It like I guess priority list is the right thing. Like it's too big on our list of you know of yeah. what matters most to us, of where we're wanting to go, of of where we see us going, our family business in the future. It, it's too big on the list for us to pass this up. So. We we're gonna do whatever it takes to make it happen. That means sacrifices. Yeah. So like that that is a real world like not a better your health or eat or uh, go to the gym or, or read a book every day. Like it's not even that example. This is a real life example of that in, in real life. Like yeah, it's a it's a top list priority. 
And so it's not always the things that you want to do. Luckily, this is something that we want. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit easier to make the decision. Yeah. But it doesn't make the decision to sacrifice other things any easier. Yeah. And like you have to make sacrifices for this because, again, we're purchasing 10 acres of land in the middle of winter. I don't know, landscape seasonal business. Like, it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. But you figure out a way to make it happen. And when you get into this stage of business, you're in two, three, four year, years in, you have these pivotal decisions to make of, do I reinvest in this truck or that truck? Or do I start paying myself this much or that much? Or maybe you're in year zero and you're trying to decide, do I make the jump from the full-time, from the part-time job to the, to the uh, full-time career in landscape? Like, Whatever it is for you, if it's a priority big enough for you, you're going to make the decision. Yeah. And you also learn to make decisions quicker the more you the more you grow in business and time of business and the more you like grow your um I don't know what the word would be, not grow your net worth, but like grow your ability to make uh, <laughs> grow your ability to make decisions. That's not that doesn't that's kind of contradicting what I'm saying. It's you make decisions faster as you, which comes with experience. Yeah. As you have experience in whatever field you're going into, like that's anything. That's literally anything though. Cause yeah. like, I, I can't spit, I can't say the right words, the right, use the right verbiage, but I think you're getting the point. This isn't a decision that we could write around six months for. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to make the right decision. You want to, pray about it you want to discuss it with you with between ourselves yeah, and, and amongst our family that doesn't and, mean it's flippant and you take it lightly and you're like oh yeah this sounds good we'll, we'll make it work whatever yeah cool let's do it but the higher levels you you move up and you move and you go and you listen to anybody listen to a high level ceo a, a dan martell or an alex ramosi or somebody of that super high caliber level what are they going to say they say they make decisions quick and it's a risk you have to take but it's a risk being in business like that yeah, that's just in and of itself. Yeah. We've talked about that in the last couple of shows. And so is it a risk to purchase this land? Yes. A hundred percent it is. We could do, get this land and the landscape company fall apart next year or something, or, or the land might not be usable for something. I don't, who knows what unforeseen circumstances can come, but we're going to do our due diligence and hopefully we go into this prepared but it's a decision that just has to be made, and we have to go with it because we can't you sit have, on it for too long and it passes you by. Exactly, and then you're, and you don't get that back, and that's what when Savannah said earlier, we anybody we've talked to, they've been like, "Dude, yeah. write the check." Like it's not yeah. worth it's not worth waiting around because if you know anything about land, like land usually appreciates over time. Uh, it, it's very, it's it's usually everybody would say it's a it's a pretty good investment. Um, so you can sell it down the road, and so that's. I mean, that's our goal is, is even if, I mean, our goal is one day down the road to sell the company uh, eventually. And so this piece of land would be split and come with it, hopefully. Who knows? And so it's uh, it's crazy to think that far out, like in this moment. Yeah. Like buying the land, but then think like 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, potentially selling this and this land. Like we made such a big decision about. Yeah. We'll look back and be like, what were we thinking about? Like that was a no brainer. I hope so. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a journey. Uh, we definitely look forward to sharing the the journey along the way. Hopefully, we'll be putting some videos up of it once we sign the dotted line. But I don't want to video somebody else's property that we don't have full access to yet and rights to do so. So, um, 
but yeah, that that's that's kind of our ending to 2023. I think the next time you'll hear from no, we have one more show. Or next week is Monday. Next week is Christmas. So it'll be we, New Year's Day. Yeah, it'll be. Well, that's true. Wow, that's wild. This is yeah. our last marriage Monday of 2023. We might put out a we might put out a Christmas show on Monday. I don't know for sure yet, but um, that's Christmas Day this year is the that's day that TBD. it falls on. We so have quite a week. <laughs> yeah, we have a pretty busy week this week. We might just take the week and spend with family. We may release an old episode or something, uh, or maybe just do like a quick five ten minute. Uh, tribute to to christmas and what christmas is all about because that is something that doesn't need to be forgotten it's very easily forgotten nowadays in the hustle and the bustle and the busy and um want to want to remember what that is all about so we had a great service uh today yeah at our musical worship they did like the whole christmas program yeah yeah it was very very good so really brings you back and, and makes you remember what the season is all about and so uh what a year what a year 2023 has been. Um, I can't really still wrap my mind around it. Yeah, it's wild that it's come and gone this fast. I mean, what do we, I don't even know what we've talked about all in all these Marriage Mondays. There's been so many. I don't remember half this year, so. Yeah, it was it was wild. Uh, it was a wild year. Jack has grown up. Um, we, and I was looking at pictures today of, you know, we took had the Christmas thing at church today. So we they have all the nice our church like goes all out for Christmas, like decorating wise. And so we were taking some pictures today and I looked back and we have a picture in front of like the exact same little backdrop last year with Jack. Yeah. And I was looking at how little he was versus like where we're at now. And it's just like, how, like where did the time go this year? It's just been so crazy. Yeah. It's uh it's wild for sure. To, to say the least, uh, to say the least it's wild. And so, we appreciate you tuning in and following along with us. Um, I hope, and, and I'm just kind of reminiscing. I know my tone kind of changed. Just reminiscing about what all has gone on this year. Yeah. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, like we said. But uh, it's very good to have an awesome community. Like, you guys that have come in and supported us along the way, thanks for all the kind messages throughout the year of how this show helps. And um, we just try to be just relatable and what kind of what we're going through. Got to meet a ton of you at LAL and at Equip just talking about, hey, listen to Sean Mondays. And that means the world to us. Um, we don't take those messages lightly or those in-person uh, interactions. So thank you for all of that. Thank you for being an awesome audience and an awesome family here, part of our show on Mondays. Who's Who knows where the show's going to go in um, the next couple of years. I want to put some twists on it maybe moving forward, uh, but it's going to be fun. And we are honored to have each and every one of you here listening with us. So that's going to wrap up, potentially wrap up 2023 for our Marriage Mondays. We might see you here next week but if not we hope you have a very 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 merry christmas from sven and i both and without any further ado that's gonna wrap this episode up guys and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one are you feeling stuck in the slow lane of business growth wondering how to assemble a dream team that propels your business forward or perhaps putting in the hustle but not seeing the financial results that you crave we get it but guess what we've got the game-changing event you've been waiting for get ready for the lcr summit your ultimate experience to get answers and take action join industry titans keith kalfas john pajak marvin salcedo paul jameson mr producer and jeremy vest in dynamic workshops on marketing team building and company culture budgets break-evens and bottom lines podcasting and youtube content creation designed to kick your business into high gear. 
Picture this, two days of hands-on interactive sessions in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia at the Creators Clubhouse on January 19th and 20th. Limited seats ensure an engaging experience so you're not just attending, you're participating, collaborating, and transforming. Oh, and did we mention a special bonus? Brace yourselves for Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, delivering a keynote that's worth the price of admission alone. LCR Summit event host Naylor Taliaferro says, I wish this event existed when I started my business. It's a unique opportunity to connect with industry leaders and invest in the future growth of your business. Click the link in the episode description or head straight to lcrsummit.com to snag your seat before they sell out. And by the way, tickets are fully refundable because, hey, we get it, business emergencies happen, and when there's snow, you gotta go. So invest in your future, worry-free. Here's to the clear skies and bright future of your business. We'll see you January 19th through the 20th at the LCR Summit, lcrsummit.com.